Are you currently trying to lose weight and you just feel unsatisfied with your progress, with your workouts, with your meals? You feel like you could be doing better and it's not enough. You're losing some weight, you're finding some wins, but overall you're like, blech, I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. I could be doing more. Welcome and join the club to every person dieting ever. <laughs> so today on Core 1031, I'm going to teach you how to feel satisfied in your workouts, in your nutrition, and in your diet. And it's going to be awesome. So let's dive into today's episode. So the theme of today's episode is going to be put a number on it. Put a number on it. So if you feel unsatisfied with your workout, I want you to put a number on it. If you are unsatisfied with your nutrition, put a number on it. And if you're unsatisfied with your weight loss, put a number on it. My daughter is playing with Legos in the background, so I apologize if it's kind of rattly sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's go over an example with exercise. I have a client. Actually, I've had multiple in uh, in a week go through the same thing, and it's always like that. And she explains how you know she. Uh, walks every single day about three four miles on her treadmill and does uh about three to four workout sessions weight training and she's like gosh I just don't feel like I'm doing enough you know maybe I need to bump it up to more time you know instead of working out for 45 minutes maybe I need to work out for an hour and a half um and instead of hitting 10,000 steps maybe I need to hit 15 to 20,000 steps I just don't feel like I'm doing enough well what's going to happen after that is it's whoa you're going to It's going to cost a lot of more energy, a lot more time. And I'm going to tell you what, it's never going to be good enough. You're going to continue wanting to bump it up to 25,000 steps and four hours of working out. So, and you can, totally can if you want to. But if you feel unsatisfied, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at other numbers when working out besides how much time you're clocking in and clocking out. Because I promise you... I can get an intense, good workout in 10 minutes and be satisfied um, and, or, and and not get that same effect if I do it for an hour. And you'd be like, oh my gosh, you worked out for an hour. That's so much better. Not if you're not really putting a lot of effort into it. Okay? So I'm all about less time because that makes creates more uh, urgency and you push yourself harder. So let me give you an example. Um, prior to having a coach... You know, you you do the typical thing. You get a membership at a gym and you beeline towards the treadmill because you don't know how to lift weights and you're self-conscious about lifting anything in your form. So I'd always go to the treadmill. I mean, I would do three, four, five miles on that thing and still feel unsatisfied. And then when I started working with a coach, he said, hey, Tanya, I want you to burn a thousand calories on the treadmill. And that shifted my focus to instead of duration or time, it was calories burned, which honestly is what matters most. And so, because I I can't tell you how many times I was on the treadmill for an hour and only burned 100 calories. But when my coach said, hey, Tanya, I want you to burn 1,000 for this week, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's hurry up and get that over with. So I remember I would do 20-minute sessions and burn 300 calories. That's a ton of calories. You want to burn at least... 100 calories per every 10 minutes. So I burned 320. Hello, incline. I cranked up that sucker to 15 and just went at it just to quickly get over burning these calories. 
And I could tell the intensity. My heart was, you know, increased so much more. I'm sweating. And I actually felt more satisfied with my workout because I was looking at calories burned and I was pushing myself harder than, you know, I got on the treadmill or I walked an hour. I looked at calories burned and that was more satisfying. So maybe that's what you need to switch to. And even to now, six years later of being healthy, I won't get off the treadmill unless I burned 200 calories minimum. So whether that takes me 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 10 minutes, for me, I'm like, that was worth me being on a treadmill. I feel good. Anything under 200 calories, it's like, well, you might as well just clean the house because you would have burned 150 cleaning the house. But 200, it's like my sweet spot. Now, that is my story. That is my rule. You don't have to follow it. You have to follow your own and create your own what makes you satisfied. Just giving you ideas, okay? Another number that you could look at, and I also look at it as well, especially if I work out in the morning, Um, I will look at my watch and see what's the number of steps I want to leave off of here. What's going to make me really proud and really pumped? Because, you know, there's nothing better than getting on the treadmill in the morning and starting your day off with like four or five, six thousand steps. Am I right? Like you just you just won the day that you're almost at 10,000 steps and it ain't even 9 a.m. Like those are my favorite days. So, um. That could be also a number that you look at is what's what's a step goal that I need to hit regardless of time that's going to make me feel good getting off the treadmill. Um, that's a huge one for me as well. So sometimes it just depends. If you don't have a lot of time, switch your directions to calories burned or your steps, okay? Um, and, and duration. I mean, sometimes you just don't have the energy to commit to those two, three miles that you want to look at something else. And I can't tell you how many times I went to the gym and I go, I just want to walk till I hit 10,000 steps. And I may have had like 80, 8,500. So it would have been like a 10 minute walk, but Hey, my goal is 10,000 steps and how fast I get there. Whether I hit that in 10 minutes or 30? I just want to leave the gym at 10,000 steps. And I did. So just being flexible with you here. All right, so let's now switch over to nutrition. How can you be satisfied with your nutrition? And I'm going to give you something very simple that doesn't include calories or macros because that's not lifelong sustainability. It can be. I actually, it can be if you want it to be. I have one person that I've coached and I've coached a lot of people over the years. I have only one person that has consistently tracked her food every single day for almost 30 years, 30 years. It is ingrained in her nervous system to track her food every single day. I am not that person. I'm all about, I'm gonna track till I hit my goal weight and I'm good to go, like I'm done. Um, or at least a little bit afterwards, so you understand maintenance, which I did, cause I didn't know what, what maintenance was. So I did track a little bit there, but like after that I was like, I'm done. I don't wanna ever have to track ever, ever again. So here's a couple of things that I do to feel satisfied in my nutrition that doesn't include tracking. Because obviously, if you stay within your calories, you hit your macros, you're satisfied. You take those away, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I don't know what to do now. It's like blindfolds on, deer in the headlights. Like you don't know what to do when you stop tracking. So here's a couple of things that I do. I set a rule with um, how many meals I want a day, snacks, and what kind of snacks. It sounds really weird, but it's super helpful. So I make my life easy by intermittent fasting. I ain't got to think about breakfast. I just skip it, drink my coffee, drink my water, 
And it actually helps me not to eat breakfast. I love, love, love not eating breakfast. I have more energy. I feel better. I feel lighter. And it just helps out not having to think about food first thing in the morning. You get so much, you're so much more productive and more clear-headed, filling up on water and, you know, some coffee. So that's my rule is your first meal is lunchtime. I'm not strict on my time. I listen to my body. Hey, I'm starting to get hungry. Great. I'm going to eat in the next 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. I've learned if I push past that, I'm going to get ravenous and hangry and hungry and crazy. And you don't, I I know my limit. Don't ever go over past 20, 30 minutes of a grumbling stomach. (laughs) Cause I'm going to eat everything in my house. And then at aisle three at Walmart, like I'm just going to inhale everything. I turn into a monster and I I can't stop eating. So (laughs) I want to avoid that person. (laughs) So First meal, it could be anywhere from 11 to 1. That's usually when I get hungry. And then um, I'll have a snack in between my lunch and dinner. And I usually will gravitate towards uh, like a yogurt or a cheese stick. Uh, Typically it's yogurt. Maybe it's like a half a cup of cottage cheese. I just want something on my stomach that's satisfying, that has protein in it. That's for sure, protein in it. And I know it's going to time me over for dinner, eat my dinner. And then at the end of the night, I am satisfied with having one processed food. I, I love ending my night that way. I can go all day eating healthy. That's not an issue for me. I could eat my salads and my broccoli and my chicken and my wraps and my soups and all that good stuff. But it's after dinner that I'm like, I just want a cookie, you know, or I just want some ice cream. But I, but I limit it to one processed food because if I start my day off with processed food, if I start off my snack with like a bag of chips um, or anything like that, it triggers me to keep eating bad. And I know that about myself. So I try to set up myself for success where it's at the end of the night, I feel satisfied with all my meals. I had my two meals and my snack and I'm going to end the night off with... Right now, I'm really into Famous Amos cookies. That is my thing. Oh, my goodness. They're so good. My husband looked at me. He's like, really, Tanya? Like, a bag of cookies? Like, what? But then he tried one. He goes, why are these so good and delicious? Belgian chocolate. That's how they make it delicious. Um, you're welcome. Anyway, uh, I get the individually served because otherwise I will eat an entire bag if I just get, like, a family size. Um, but I feel good about that. And so that's have that's worked for me. And that's something that you need to find is uh, finding a way to be satisfied in your nutrition that doesn't include calories or macros. And that was just my example. You know, for some of my clients, it's okay, I know I need to have a protein source the size of the palm of my hand, something to identify with, and half of my plate is vegetables. If half of my plate is vegetables for lunch and dinner, I'm so satisfied with my meals. I love that. That's amazing. You know, for some clients, it's, hey, on my way home, if I have water or a protein shake, that way when I get home, I'm not ravenous and hungry, that's their rule, and it works for them. You need to find what works for you that's not labeled with calories, with your nutrition. It could be, hey, I need to at least have one fruit a day, or I need to have vegetables and protein at every meal. Um, I need to limit my serving sizes to processed food to one or two a day, you know, People usually don't think about that, but it's so important to know it. A lot of times we're like, I can't help my sweets or my carbs. You can. You just need to find what helps you stay in control and focused. A lot of times we focus on the problem. Well, I can't help it. I can't. Once I start eating carbs, I can't stop. Once I start eating sweets, I can't. Sure you can. Notice my sweet is at the end of the night. 
it's after dinner, kind of like in the 1950s. You know, you, you ate all your healthy food and then after dinner you had your, you know, one piece of dessert. That's how we should be living. But now we're so spoiled with food in our face at every corner and people are bringing it into the office and it's, or, you know, our mom's a baker or our sister or aunt or, and they bring it over We're just spoiled with food all the time, but we still have to take a step back and realize, okay, what's working for me? I know I can control my sweets, but I really could only control them after four o'clock or after six o'clock. Set some rules in place and watch how easy your life will be when you do that. And I don't mean being strict, like I'm not eating past seven. I mean, if that works for you, that's great. But if you're more flexible and you identify what you wanna see on your plate, How many snacks do you want to have a day? What are those snacks made up of? I know it's a lot of questions, but really if you identify them, you take like five seconds to identify them and just think about them all week long. My life is so much easier being healthy. I dropped my baby weight so quickly because I went back to the rules I had pre-pregnancy. Does that make sense? So I just encourage you to do that is how many meals should you have? Are you going to do intermittent fasting? Are you going to have three meals a day? Are you going to have three meals and a snack? What's going to be your snack and when are you going to have it? And if you follow that for a couple days, you're going to tweak it some, you know, some things you're like, oh, you know what? My breakfast should be a little bit smaller or my lunch should be bigger. You're going to tweak it a little bit and polish it up. But I tell you what, by week two, three, you're going to have it down. And all of a sudden you're going to find a routine and a diet that works for you and that's what you need to find. You need to find a nutrition plan that works for you. I'm giving you some ideas, but at the end of the day, everybody's different. Everyone has different taste buds. So when people tell me they're on a meal plan that somebody gave them that gave them to hundreds of other people, it makes me cringe inside because I go, you just set yourself up for failure and your self-esteem is going to go down. You're going to feel deprived and you're going to hate your life. Everybody's different, which means everybody needs a different plan. So, and even your seasons will change. I eat differently now than when I did five years ago because I have a daughter now. And so our routine's a little bit different. And so it's, you just have to go with the flow and know what your, your basic standards are. Like, this is my foundation. I'm not moving from this. But you, you have to be flexible. You can't be rigid all the time. So I am satisfied with two meals a day, intermittent fasting, having one snack in between my lunch and my dinner, and having something fun to have after dinner. I feel great. I know I can maintain those five pounds for the rest of my life, and I can re- maintain this you know, system that I have because I feel good in it. So encouraging you to do the same. And finally, let's talk about your weight loss. A lot of people get really jumbled up in this area and they're so they put so much pressure on their body to hit a certain number like the next day and if it doesn't then they quit okay you can't do that your body weight it fluctuates it's not just about what you're eating or the amount of workouts that you're doing there's so many more factors than people realize there's like 10 other factors okay so what i just recommend doing is setting a goal of how much do you want to like what is your ultimate goal weight and i had like for example i had a client she wanted to lose 10 pounds she goes in 10 pounds that is my ultimate goal weight i'll be 155 i'll feel awesome and she wants to hit it by like the end of this year and we reverse engineered it and it actually turned out to be like she needs to lose like two pounds a month isn't that doable isn't that realistic like if you feel 10 pounds it's like oh my gosh i'm never gonna get there But when you reverse engineer it of, 
hey, when is your deadline? When do you actually want to hit it? And let's let's set a mini goal of every month. She's like, wow, two pounds a month, that's like easy. I go, I know. And this is what people miss out on. When I started losing weight, I was doing this. My coaches didn't set me up for this. But for me, I'm a competitive person. So I go, you know what? I weigh, you know, like 180 this month. I will be happy if I hit 176 by the end of the month. And then again, at the end of the, at the following month, I was like 173. And then, hey, this month, I better see the 60s. I made it fun and enjoyable. And I, and I pushed myself harder in the gym. I was more diligent in my nutrition because these were honey bunny. These were, these were my goals, and it made a huge difference. So I just encourage you with your weight loss, maybe have a weekly goal, a monthly goal. <laughs> she loves being in my arms. Sorry. There we go. Have a weekly goal. Have a monthly goal. And watch how easier your life will be. And be realistic with them. When I started off, like before I really started like doing what I was supposed to be doing, you know, we started a new diet every couple months. Well, prior to flexible dieting and, and counting my macros, I needed to lose 50 pounds. And I thought I'm going to do it in 12 weeks. Yeah. If I cut off a limb, but nobody told me that wasn't realistic. Like what? 50 pounds. Like that's, I mean, that's eating like 800 calories per day for three months. Yeah. I would probably hit it then, but you know, you, that's just not realistic for my lifestyle. Guess what? It took me a year. And I thought, oh my gosh, how, why did I think I could do this in 12 weeks? That's ridiculous. That was so unrealistic. And thank goodness I had grace with myself to say, hey, keep going. You didn't hit your goal weight. You're going to keep going until you do. Instead of, well, I didn't. I only lost 20 pounds in three months. I'm going to give up because I didn't hit my goal. That's ridiculous. You're 20 pounds in. You have 30 to go. Keep going until you hit your goal weight. You got all the time in the world. Life's still going to move on you might as well keep going on as well with your diet and your healthy habits. So I just recommend being realistic, setting up those mini goals, because once you do, bless you, honey. I bless you. I bless you. (laughs) Once you do, you're going to see how easy it is and how much more enjoyable and less stressful you will be knowing, hey, what matters most is at the end of the month, what do I weigh? Not what do I weigh tomorrow? Whew, that's stressful. So... I hope that was an enjoyable episode. I hope you have some ideas of how to feel satisfied in your diet. Have an awesome day. And if you like this episode, please feel free to share it and like it and leave a review and give me some stars. And I'll talk to you all later. Thanks so much for joining Core 1031.